Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, and in this episode, it's about some random things. But before I do the random things, I need to put a video out about some more focus and more financial things, because I just been reading some books and I was talking about the straw man and stuff, so I'm going to put a little more things about that so that I can give a little follow-up on some of the things. A lot of people were asking me, well, I read your podcast, I listened to your podcast, and I didn't understand some of the things, so I'm going to clarify some things, okay? All right, first is motivation time. It's moto time. Remember this. Rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. And all of, when I, and I say that, when I say tax time, I always think of tax time because... That's the time of the year when you get the biggest return of your income taxes because you worked all year and you put in all that money coming out of your ta- out of your check into taxes and then you get and you file your taxes and you get a major return. That's what I mean when I say about rich people, poor people. And a lot of people say, well, I don't understand about that. Well, the reason why I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this. Rich people act poor is because most rich people, the ultra super wealthy people, tend to act poor is because they they want to maintain their amount of wealth. Success for them is about the amount of money they have. So if they're an ultra billionaire, they want to stay an ultra billionaire. By staying an ultra billionaire, meaning that they want to keep the amount of money they have at a, at a low, low level. Meaning that if they're 50 billion, they have 50 billion in their bank account. They want to make sure they keep 50 billion. So they'll do whatever they got to do to cut corners. If that means they're cutting coupons out or getting stuff at half price just so they can stay, maintain their success of wealth, that's what they do. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos did not become successful billionaires by spending money. They became successful billionaires by saving money and meaning that they saved enough money to where they maintain their wealth. You know, they cut corners. Sometimes, like I know for a fact, Warren Buffett sometimes would bring a sack of lunch to work. Yeah, he would bring a sack of lunch to work. Yeah. Yeah, he took a sack of lunch to work. And he would drive himself. Instead of taking a private limo, he drove himself. And instead of taking a private jet, he took commercial. That's Warren Buffett. (coughs) Excuse me, the Oracle of Omaha. That's Warren Buffett. And that's how how he became successful. Well, now for you, if you're trying to get that, becoming that ultra super wealth, and you want to become successful, and you want to become wealthy, and you want to become a super billionaire, and you want to be rich. Let's say, let's say you want to be a hundredaire. Just have a couple hundred dollars in your account. You need to start thinking like a, you need to start thinking like you're rich. Start thinking like wealthy people. You need to start surrounding yourself with app with um uh, with idols. Now this part right here, here's a disclaimer. This part right here is not nor is it something that's satanic or something that deals with idols, statues, or deities. This is nothing like devil worshiping or anything like that. This is what you call positive affirmations. Because I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of you people out there, I've been getting a lot of feedback. People are saying, well, what you talk about is the devil. Money is the root of all evil. Listen carefully. If you want to get out of debt, because if you're, we'll go, we'll go do the spiritual thing. Bible says, the Bible says God wants everyone to prosper because he is a prosperous God. 
God wants each one of us to prosper. He wants us to be out of debt. So like if a good example, if you go to church every Sunday, for those who go to church every Sunday, God wants you to prosper. So here's what he's saying. Before you pay your 10%, pay your bills. It even states that most, most pastors, I didn't say all of them, most will tell you, pay your bills. Because if you don't pay your bills, how are you how are you going to live? If you give me 10%, but you didn't pay rent, where are you going to live? You're going to be coming to the church going, hey, pastor, um, I didn't pay my rent this month, but I paid my 10%. Granted, that's good. Most pastors were like, great, I'm glad you paid your 10%. But why didn't you pay your rent? Well, you see, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, inherit the kingdom. Good. But where are you going to live? You know, I thought maybe as a church. No, that's not the point. That's not, that's not what we're, that's not what we're here for. We're not a charity organization where we take in everybody. You know, God helps those who help themselves. See, that's a little bit of a spiritual thing. That's a little Bible. I just want to put that out there for those who are into the Word of God. There. Now you understand. Okay? Now you know what he said. Now I'm about to tell you. Now I'm about to tell you something. Like I said, I had to get that disclaimer. Because I get people to be yelling and talking. Oh, you're the devil. It's not. Listen carefully. You need to surround yourself with things that mean wealth. What I do is... I, I read good books, good authors. Some authors I read, people say, well, that person was a con man. It's not about the person. It's about the message he put out. Good example. Grant, I mean, Grant Cardone had this 1010 program. Everybody talked about that. The 1010 program, the 10X program, and the 5X and all that stuff, the X program. Great program. Good concept, good idea. But in reality, he was a con man. Robert Kiyosaki, he talked about rich, rich dad, poor dad. Talked about how when he was in the military and how he went to war and things like that. And what he saw and how people around here are weak and their mindset's not right. Good. But that's not for everybody. And then there's, then there's the king of all kings, granddaddy of all granddaddies. You know, there's you know, there's books like Wallace D. Waddles, you know, The Laws of Attraction and the Book of the Secret, The Secret by Rhonda Bynes. Great book. Good book. Understanding, great knowledge, great techniques, everything that you needed, it's right there. But here's the catch. It's just a book. That's what it is. It's just a book. So what you need to do is, it's a good book to read. Because what you're going to do is you're going to take bits and pieces from that book and put it into your life. So what I tell everyone, what I'm going to tell you, like I tell people around me, get books that will motivate you. There's a book out right now that I'm reading. It's called Can't Hurt Me. That book right there is by David Goggins. Because right now I'm reading that book. I'm becoming a Goggins. I'm going into the higher plateau. Don't let the world dictate what you do. Your success is measured by what you do. Put yourself first in life. Put your life on, put your life on turbo.
okay? Your life needs to be put on turbo. You need to start planning yourself, putting your, putting this master about success. Needing that you need to start putting yourself into a level of, you need to start telling yourself, hey, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I gotta do. I must be successful. And that means you gotta get out there and work it, because Rome's not built overnight, and Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome took years to get built. You think the Great Wall of China was built in less than a year? No, it took many, many years. And look at the great temples in Egypt, the pyramids, the great temple pyramids in Egypt. They will stand the test of time. Reason being is because they were crafted by great masters, craftsmen, people that actually built this nation of great things. They're called one of the great seven wonders of the world. That's what I'm talking about. You know, back in the early 1900s, there's a there's a person called Admiral Vanderbilt, one of the one of the super ultra wealthy people back then. Do you know how he became wealthy? He took out his competition. John Paul, JP, John Paul Getty. John Paul Getty, JP Getty, great person, super ultra wealthy. You know what he did? Took out his competition. He maximized everything. That's what I'm talking about. His time that everyone else believed in those times, those ultra wealthy people, they just they just found now look, you're probably saying, well, I want to be successful, but I don't know how to be successful. Listen. Everyone everyone says, well, I I, I can cook. I can be a great cook. Let me let me tell let me let me cut you off right there. You have to find something in this marketable world that no one else is doing. Or if they're doing it, how can you do it better? What makes you, what makes your idea better? And you have to take it to the mass market. That's what I mean. What can you do better than someone else? Okay, I know that everyone will tell you, well, I can do this, or, uh, uh, you know, listen. Or, I can, I, I, I can, I'm a great singer. Let me tell you about the art of singing. Okay, art of singers, singers, songwriters, producers, and stuff. And the art of singing and songwriters, we go back to a book that I read. It's called The 48 Laws. The 48 Laws of the Game by Pimpin' Ken. Pimpin' Ken was an actual pimp. Basically, what he did was he managed girls, put them on the corner for cleaning it up. He put them on the corner, he managed them, he took their money, he marketed and micromanaged their money. And they went out and worked for him. They gave all their money to him. 110% of their money went to him. what they get? They got maybe 10%. Out of 110%, he kept 100%. They got 10%. 10% they got was he, they needed, needed personals, needed new clothes, new shoes. He took care of that. He went and bought their stuff. And he bought their stuff secondhand, thirdhand, discounts, because he knew that I need to keep all the money. Good concept. Guess what? He became successfully wealthy. Not in a good way, but not in a bad way. Because I can't say it's good or bad because I don't I, I don't live that lifestyle, so I can't say good or bad. So I'm not going to say it's a good way, I'm not going to say it's a bad way, because that'll be kind of kept calling the, calling the pot kettle, calling the kettle pot black. Well, you know, it's an allergy. 
and that's what I mean. So you have to look and find something that's going to make you successful. So if you are not a good salesman, what makes you think you're going to be successful as a salesman, as a door-to-door salesman, or as a car salesman? If you don't have the gift of gab, you can't talk, why be a salesman? Unless you go and get schooling, yeah, that's, a, that's another way. You can, you can cut the edge off by going to school, becoming a salesman. Yes, they do have schools to teach that. If you're good, if you love compassionate people and you love and you care about people, you could be a nurse. But if you don't like the sound of, you don't like the sight of blood, I don't know if you be a nurse or you can still be a nurse. that kind of stuff but if you think about oh, wow doctors make millions of dollars let me tell you about that right there because I'm gonna cut that right off in the, into the into the half an average doctor doesn't make that kind of money let me tell you how doctors make money when you go to school you go to you go to you go to a school you go to any school to be medical go to a medical doctor you go to school for 12 years after 12 years you got to go to a hospital to do your residency. Your residency is you're working for free while you're getting your experience as being a doctor. So you're being experienced as being a doctor by going to this school. You're being at a, a hospital. So you're working long hours, hardly any sleep, but you're getting your experience. And once you get your experience, then you got to take test after test to see what you've been learning. Then, then you gotta go for the board. You gotta get certified, because while you're there, they're gonna ask you, what do you wanna specialize in? What are you good at? See, that's where they'll say, what are you good at? So you might be good as a cardiothoracic surgeon, that's cardiothoracic, the heart. You might be good at rhinoplasty, that's dealing with the nose, you know, face and stuff. You might be good at pediatrics, that's dealing with children, or you might be good as a general surgeon. That's dealing with a little bit of everything. Or you might be a spe- person that specializes at dealing with like chemo, dealing with the blood. Doctors are specialized in that. See, every doctor has a specialized field because you have to pick a, you have to pick something. Like a major and a minor in college. You have to pick that. And you have to pick what So there, that's what doctors do. And you pick that special field that you want to work in. Some doctors might want to work in infection, dealing with like germs and microbes and stuff because they feel better under using lamps and using microscopes and stuff like that. That's one of them. Now, you get all that out of the way. Now you got your field. Now you got to go and you got to go more years to be trained in that field while you're still free still free then you hope and pray that the hospital that you're working at will hire you out of uh, let's say out of 50 people they'll hire me three on site residents they'll hire three people out of 50 50 interns interns means you're working for free you ever notice Here's a good thing. Go back to, I want you to think back in high school. When teachers needed someone to go run papers to school, teachers needed someone to go and do this for them, 
to go to that for them. Hey, go run this up and fall off. Okay, I'll do that. I'll go do this. I'll go do that. Um, can you clean that up? I'll do that. You're working for free. Free labor. Go to college. They always have interns. Everybody's working. Teacher's assistant, TAs. They're working for free. What they're doing is they're getting their experience. It's called OJT. OJT is the acronym thing for on-the-job training. So you're working for free on the job. And so what you have to do is you have to get another loan to maintain your quality of living. So that means you have to take out more money. And you're getting more in debt. And you're getting more in debt. Then when you graduate, you got a degree. Love that degree. Granted, degree is great. It's going to help you. It's going to benefit you. You're going to become successful. Now you got to go and get a job. Hey, jobs will say, I'm not really hiring right now. But what I can't tell you is I'm looking for an intern. That means I'm looking for a person, look for an office person to work for free. So you can come in my company and help me build my company while working for free. Good thing. Bad thing, too. The good thing about it is you're getting experience. You're also networking with other employers. Bad thing is you're broke. You have no money. So I mean, you got to get another loan so that you can live. Unless you live with family. Unless you live with your mom, your dad, your mom and dad, or your parents, your, whoever your parents are, your mom, your dad, your dad, dad, your mom, mom, whatever, whoever you live with, or just single dad or single mom, unless they can say, hey, you can come home and live, and still be able to go to work. If you can do that, yes. And then, if you don't have a car, you're catching the bus, and then sometimes the bus will say, the bus will late, I need you to stay late. You're working for free, so you have to stay late, because you're an intern. He'll say, I need you to get this done. I need it done in two days. So that means you got to sit there and work dog hours. Work from zero dark 30 to zero dark 30. That's a military term, meaning working from early, from from darkness at like 5 o'clock, like 4 o'clock in the morning when it's dark to like 12 o'clock at night. 12 a.m. That's what that means. That means you're working that kind of late. Every day. You're doing stuff like that. Then you got to go home and hope you can get away home. Then you got to call. If you're with family, you got to call family members. And a lot of times, family don't want to help you. Well, they do. They care about you, but they don't want to help you be successful. So, you're going to have to do the most important thing. You got to walk. You get home, you crash. Then all of a sudden, your boss calls you. Hey, I need you to be here by 6 o'clock in the morning. You just got home at 4 o'clock. That gives you an hour of sleep. You're right back up doing it again. You're walking in with a with a, with a latte or an espresso from Starbucks or Java, whatever. Whatever barista you go to to get your coffee. And that's what you're drinking. I'm not, um, Starbucks is not endorsing this. So, you know, hey, but I just think of Starbucks because that's where I go. You know, but that's what you're doing you know, you're going there, and you're getting all this, and then you're, you're on this, you're on this new team, you know, and you're on this thing called, because you're not, you're not, you're lack of sleep, you're just, you're, you're constantly, you're lack of sleep, then when you do get to sleep, you're like crashing, 
then everybody's like on Friday, when they're getting paid, everybody's like, hey, let's go out. But you can't go out because you don't have any money. And they know you don't have any money. And they'll say, oh, we'll take care of you. We got you. We got you. But then they always say, oh, he's, he's poor or she's poor. Because the clothes you're wearing and everything is just, you know, what you had in college. Because you don't have any money. That's what I'm talking about. Now, I said all of that because I want to tell you something. To achieve your dreams, you got to work hard. you got to put in the nuts and you got to get out there and you got to grow. And you got to grind hard. And I'm going to tell you right now. Listen, don't let anyone discourage you. I know, I knew a person who became successfully wealthy and was a multi-millionaire. I'm not saying billionaire. And how that person became successful? Because he did not, because that person did not let anyone say no. He worked long hours. He worked grind hours. She worked long hours. She worked grind hours. They, him, we, you know, because you got to be PC current, but... They worked the long hours, and they put in the grind work, and they worked so hard to get where they were going. They didn't let anyone discourage them. So what they did was they worked. They were antisocial. They had no friends, and the friends they did, and the friends that they did have that were close to them, they they kept them close, and they understood because they knew that that person was becoming successful. See. A songwriter, like I said, when I come, when I talk about songwriters and stuff like that, here's the difference. Songwriters and singers, songwriters and producers and stuff like that in the industry of music and and also in the Hollywood movie industry, they have a thing called there's a pimp and there's a hoe. Bad analogy, but a great concept. I say bad because, you know, when you think of a pimp, you think of someone on the corner who's beating up his girl, telling her, where's my money, or guy, where's my money? That's the analogy, but I'm gonna look at it like this from the industry, from the music industry. We'll go with music. You're a new artist, okay? The record label says, I love your music. I wanna sign you. They sign you. They sign you and your name. Because the name that you, your stage name that you used, or if it's your real name, whatever, stage name or real name, they sign it. Because that means to you to a contract. And this contract is like the worst contract you could ever sign. And then all of a sudden, you blow up. And you become successful. Then the record label says, before you get in, they sign the contract you sign. You're like, signing? They hand you money. All this money to help you out. Oh, I don't have any money for this. Oh, here you go. I don't have any money for that. Oh, here you go. I don't have that. He go. They start giving you money all the time. They're giving you money. Then you are getting better. Then all of a sudden you become successful. Turn around and you make a, get a number one hit album. Album went, went triple platinum. And went global And guess what? You're thinking, oh, I'm going to be rich. The record label hands you a bill. It's called the IOU bill. Remember all that money that I gave you? Oh, yeah. We want that back. 
so they deduct everything. By the time you get done selling the number one hit album, remember we had to go in the studio and all that stuff? Yeah, we want our money back. We had to pay for that. Remember that tour bus? Pay for that. Remember those clothes? Pay for that. Yeah. money good example you can go on YouTube and look it up look up the court case of TLC they made seven cents per record that was sold at the end of the year they were broke they had no money to their name they were broke then you had to pay their manager oh yeah you had to pay your manager yes that's what I'm talking about when I say the analogy of when I say that when I talk about the about music and stuff. So remember that. That's the thing. Now, let's get back on track. Because I was talking about, let's get back on track. Look, I want each and every one of you to be successful. I want all of you out there. If you're thinking about becoming successful, ultra wealthy, go for it. Work hard. Get out there and grind. Work, work a job. Here, never listen to me. Listen carefully. I want y'all to remember this. Never quit your day job while conquering the world. You want to be successful? Keep that job. Keep that job until you make enough money to where you can quit your job. See, if you can maintain your maintain your success while you're working, do it. Don't quit your job unless you have someone in your corner that can support you. And that's just how the that's how I see it. If they if you don't have anybody in your corner that can support you, don't. Seriously, just don't. I mean, don't quit your job. Because unless you can go back and live with your family, if you can go back and live with mom and dad or your brother or sister or your cousin that will put you up while you're being successful, you got those kind of people then quit your job. If you don't have those kind of people in your life, keep your job. Because your bills got to get paid. Your cell phone got to stay on. Your rent got to get paid. This got to get paid. You got to eat. You got to catch the bus. You got to put gas in the car. Maintenance and stuff. Do all that while you're being successful. You can do all of those things and still be successful. What I want you to do is out there, I want you to listen carefully. Remember this. Remember everything. Remember one thing. Never quit your day job while trying to conquer the world. Just if you remember nothing else, remember that. Oh yeah, and rich people, poor people. But that one thing, never quit your day job while conquering the world. Don't. I've seen people who, I've watched those shows like Shark Tank where a guy, he started a company, him and his brother. And the sharks were like, uh... So how much do y'all make? Well, we make this much per year. And the brothers were like, well, that's a lot. It's great. So, um, so, so, so are y'all working full-time in this job? He says, no. 
we're working part time. You said so, and then, and then the sharks go, well, that kind of tells me that you really don't take this company seriously. Then one of the brothers go, but we're debt free. But we're debt free. Yes. Yes, I still have my job, but we're debt free. And the reason why I have my job, and he, and he looks at the sharks and goes, the reason why I have my job is I have kids. I have a wife. I have a family. And I have insurance. If I quit my job, I won't have insurance. And I won't have money to support. I won't have insurance for my kids. And right now, my kids need that insurance. My kids need that medical insurance. My wife needs that medical insurance. Because my wife just needs it because the job she has, she doesn't make enough hours to qualify for insurance. So I have to cover her. That's why I keep my job. And and to your question, you wanna know why I'm not focused? I give I give one to my job. To this business. Because when I get off work, I'm doing this business. Let me tell you something about this business. My wife is we're all in it. My house is mortgaged up to the wazoo. I'm on a dump. I'm on a triple mortgage just so this business can prosper. So you think I'm not in it? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean. So like I said, you gotta be, you gotta go all in if you wanna be successful to start your business. If you wanna be successful, you gotta go all in. I mean, you gotta go for growth. If you're gonna fail, listen, you're gonna fail. I'm telling you right now, you're going to fail. Everyone. Not everybody, but the majority of the people will fail. Learn from that mistake. Learn from your failures to become greatness. Because he who he who fails will get up. Just you gotta baby get up. On that you gotta baby get up on the day you fall down, you gotta get back up. Get right back up. Dust yourself off and go, let's do it again. Dust yourself off and do it again. Get back up. Do it again. Push yourself. You got to push yourself as no one push you. You got to become this ultra beast. You got to get into the beast mode. You got to get yourself into a circle of... And you got to surround yourself. And also surround yourself with friends that are like-minded like that. In my last podcast, I talked about circling of friends. If you don't have friends like that, you got to find them. If you don't know how to talk to people, here's what you do. If you're, if you're the only brother or only sister and you're an only child, you don't have anybody in your life. There's nobody in your life that, that you have got cousins. If you don't have anybody, go meet people. Go, go stand there and walk and talk. Go walk up to someone and just say, hi. Hi. Um, I just have a question. Um, I'm not being, uh, just not being fun. I just want to know, um, how old are you? Um, here, I'm asking because I need to ask a question. If they look around your age, you say, okay, great. I'm looking for friends. I don't have any. I just need friends. I don't have any. And the reason why I don't have any is because I'm too focused on my business. I'm too focused on achieving my dream. And that's the reason why I don't have any, bi- I don't have any friends. So I would have friends, but Facebook is not, Facebook friends are not truly my friends. They are, but they're not intangible. I can't just go over their house when I have a problem. I'm just looking for friends. I don't want nothing from you, just to be able to just call you and say, hey, here I'll give you here, I'll give you my number. If you call me, I just need to talk because I have these ideas. 
I can't tell my family because my family too much don't believe in me by me being successful. And guess what? I'm almost there. But I just need some people that, I'm looking for some ride or dies. Some loyal, some actual business people that can give me ideas. That when I tell them, what do you think? I want you to be honest with me. See, I want people that are brutally honest with me when it comes to being successful. This one was a little bit longer. And I'm sorry that I made it a little bit longer. But I just had to do this one because I needed to get some things out and stuff. So I'm going to be putting up another podcast. But I want to tell you this. Look, you you can do it. And remember, remember, never quit your day job while conquering the world. And remember, rich people, poor people, you can do this. Okay? All right? I'm J.R. Bell. And this is I Got Your Six Podcast. This is not the random ones. This is just I Got Your Six Podcast, and this is all about you. All right? And this is I Got Your Six Podcast, and I got to go because I got to go pay the water bill. And I got to go and pay some bills. means I got to go back and do my grind and get on my hustle because I got to go hustle. Because if I don't go hustle and don't grind, I can't pay my cell phone. Can't pay my cell phone. Can't pay rent. I don't eat. If I'm not eating, nobody's eating. So in order for me to eat and everyone around me to eat, I got to be able to get out there and grind. So you get on your grind. Stay hard. Stay humble. Get out there and hustle. And remember. And remember one thing. Rich people, poor people. Okay? Never quit your day job while conquering the world. All right? Godspeed.